in the shower, car, or on the can. As moms, we all know those are about the only times in a day where we are alone and sane, if we're lucky. That's why we created Mom Goal, a weekly podcast designed to give moms all they need to know to become moguls in 15 minutes or less. So lather up, turn up the volume, or stay secretly hiding in peace on the pot a bit longer. Let's go. It's time to talk five minutes of physical health and wellness with my personal coach and someone who I think should be the voice of the Calm app because her voice is so damn soothing. <laughs> Everybody, please welcome Emily Pedroza Rodriguez to the show. Hi, Em. Hi, lady. I'm so excited for a combo. I am so excited. Mongols, I wanted to share the treasure that Emily is with all of you. Seriously, she is a treasure, not only a health coach, but a therapist. And we've been working since I was 29. I started right before I turned 30. My goal was to feel my best at 30. So about six years now. I love that. It's been so special, girl. It really is special because for me, my goal was 30. I was like, I want to feel and look my best. I had had a blood clot from my honeymoon. So I had to go on all these blood thinners and it messed with my thyroid. I put on at least 25, 30 pounds from it. So I got a hold of M and at 30, I never felt better, but my mom was in the hospital. It was probably the hardest time, as you know, M, in my life. And as you guys get to know me more on Mongol, I'll dive into that whole situation more. But it was a really, really hard time for my family. But I had never felt better for myself. In feeling good about me, I was able to be a better rock for my family because I was confident, because I felt good. And that's because of you, Em. So thank you for joining us. We're so excited to have you. Em, you work with a lot of moms. And what you went through of... I don't feel good in my skin. Who is this body? I mean, that's something we all feel after we have the kid. I was laying in the hospital bed. And for some reason, I thought, once I have this baby, it's going to be like a balloon. My belly will just be deflated. (laughs) I can remember being like, oh my God, I can't even look at it. It really is a lot to not only have a child, but to get used to this new body and how will I ever get back to me? And in fact, you're never going to get back to that old body, but you can get back to a new you. Do you feel like you almost have to mourn a loss for for your old self? I mean, my boobs, dear God, let's say a prayer. (laughs) (laughs) Let's pour some out for the fallen, literally. I don't think there's any help there. You know, it is, it is a loss. It's crazy what we go through, but it's important to have help. And that's why we have you to help us through. Thank goodness. So what is that one takeaway that I know for you, you had to make that switch in your mindset. So what is that one switch that mom girls can make this week? That's the word, the mindset. What often happens is we tend to get in our own way when we're in pursuit of all of our body goals. And it usually is us with our whole heart believing this story we made up of why not us. That isn't true. It's sometimes us feeling scared of failing because we've tried before and maybe we didn't stick with it or we aren't disciplined enough. I don't want to give up everything because living with a banging body means I have to be deprived. No more tacos. Yeah, Yeah. how depressing. No one wants to live life that way. (laughs) I'd rather be chubby. No, (laughs) I'd rather be chubby. Oh, yeah. I think for the mama, it's that I have had kids. This is my mama body. 
Right. And this is a new chapter in the way that I am now. And I got to love it. So I think that's a big fight that we have. Having that body that we dream about having isn't saved for other people. Mm. We can have it too. We are good enough. We are deserving. We are worth our own effort to go after it. Us being happy has to matter too. Mm. I love this. It can't just be about Mm. everybody else. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So when we are willing to believe this version of the story versus the one that tells us we can't, that's when the change will begin. Oh my gosh. I'm loving everything I'm hearing. Thank you so much. I need this. I want my body back (laughs) or I want to feel comfortable and confident in my own skin like I used to. I cannot wait to hear more from you. So excited that you're back again next week to share four healthy habits that will all help us get into an attainable, realistic routine. Keyword realistic. You're going to get all those secrets that has helped me for six years. We love you and we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Mom goals, let's get right down to business. It's time for five minutes of finance. Joining us today all the way from Manhattan Beach. It feels just like yesterday we were cheersing on the strand and now we cheers with sippy cups. Here to share her expertise on how you can create your own financial safety net. Mongols, please welcome finance executive with a master's in professional accounting and licensed CPA, Cynthia Clark. Hi, Woo-hoo. Cynthia. Hi, ladies. Thank you for having me. Ooh, welcome. And thank you so much for joining us. Cynthia is a dear friend. We lived together in Southern California for years and you're the big deal in the finance world. Oh, come on. <laughs> She's a bad bitch in finance. And you have a two-year-old, right? She just turned two, yes, Natalia. two, that's right. Congrats, kept Aww. a child alive for two years. Yes. Have you found that having children changes how you look at finance? Has it been interesting for you knowing all that you know? 100%. I thought originally that I had it all under control. I checked all the boxes. I had my IRA. I was contributing to my 401k. Paid off my debt. Was saving on the side. Nice. All done. Good to go. Good job. You have a kid and I was completely wrong. There's so many more things you have to think about once you start to have a family. Whether you're here on this earth or not, you have to make sure they're taken care of. If you're not around and so you have to build that financial safety net for them that financial safety net is estate planning and so you really have to think about what do you do for your family and i know estate planning is really not a fun topic it's probably most people's least favorite finance topic to think Mm -hmm. about when you're talking about mentality and thinking about lawyers but having that really good estate plan is going to make things a lot easier for you or your loved ones during one of the hardest times that they'll ever go through. I know a lot of people when they have a child, the first thing and everybody starts asking, are you saving for college? So you're saying we should be doing these other things before we even start saving for college? Exactly. You know, and that's also what I thought early on before I started sort of looking into it is you have to get your estate plan set and ready to go. And then you can start thinking about saving. Oh, I did it the other way. That <laughs> make it through their middle school, high school years. There's no point in even thinking about college until you get your estate plan completely set. Interesting. And I know you and I, we have a friend of ours who sadly lost her parents in the same month. And it was so much on her. 
as the child. And I can remember when I got pregnant, she said, Raquel, you need to make sure you have a trust and you have a will. You got to get this all figured out for your kid because she was dealing with probate and it was such a mess. It was then that I was like, Kyle, we got to get on all of this stuff. But you don't think about that. You're thinking about giving birth. You're not thinking about the end of your life. We think we're young. So, oh, who cares? That's what you do at the end of your life. But you just never know especially God, 2020, you just never know. So, And this is something Andrew and I, we've talked about it numerous times, but we've never really actioned on it. Again, this being one of my least favorite topics to talk about, but understanding that it is important. So this is going to definitely help me because I'm the opposite. We have not done this yet. So Cynthia, walk us through what your financial safety net entails. For a financial safety net, you know, I think it's overwhelming. And so to break it down, there are three main things to really think about. A will, a trust, and life insurance. These three main points and checking them off and getting them done can really make sure that your family has something to fall back on in hard times. That makes sense. I like it. I like what I'm hearing. (laughs) And just as we dipped our toe into the budgeting and spending pond last month, this is all more information to think about and get on your list of to-dos. As parents, we're doing a lot of things that we don't really want to do and planning for end of life is one of them, but it's looking out for your kids. Is that the best way to look at it? Absolutely. We just did potty training with my daughter. I didn't want to do it, but hey, it's something that you suck it up and you do it. And estate planning is the same way. You have to make sure it gets done. You can't wait until they're six to potty train them. So you can't wait too long to do your estate planning either. Cynthia will be back next week to give us a deeper dive on estate planning. Super excited. This is my least favorite topic, but I need to learn more. So stay tuned. Bye, Cynthia. Bye. 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 All right. Everybody heard that sigh? You know what time it is. It's time to talk emotions. That's right. So, Raquel, how was, how's your week been going? Well, I know you can't see it, but I'm having a little glass of wine right now. That's about how my week has been going. Yeah. Very good. Treat yourself. Why not? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mine's been a little crazy as well. Overall, this fall has been really tough for everybody. And Mm -hmm. especially with COVID, it's made me very anxious. I don't know if I'm doing the right thing or the wrong thing. It's been You've challenged. been very, very precautious. I've been very I precautious. I feel like there's the range in this whole thing. There's people who don't give a flying F, right? Mm-hmm. And then I fall in the middle, wear the mask, follow all the rules. And then Kristen, you've been very precautious, but you have very good reason why. Yes. So Andrew, my husband, has asthma as well as my son Griffin. So I've been a little bit more on the nervous side for it because of their asthma and what it and I don't blame you. Do. I don't blame you at all. Yeah, because so, you never know. It's so scary. You I think know. it's okay, and then you see these you read these stories. stories. Right. I finally just stopped reading the news because it was driving yeah. me crazy, and I'm just looking for answers. I don't know if I'm making the right choices. I don't know what is right. We made the choice to do virtual learning, and that's been good, but it's also been hard. And I don't know if that was the right choice for my. For you and your sanity. (laughs) (laughs) And even for Colton, just because, you know, he is in such an impressionable age and he wants friends and he loves school. When they're young, they love school. At the end of the day, I just wish someone could tell me, this is what you need to do. But this is what you need to do. And this is when it's going to be over. But it's the not knowing of when it's going to be over. That's what I think feels so daunting about this whole entire situation. Oh, 100%. 
And I know you have been working on your anxiety as it is. And then add this as the cherry on top. (laughs) It's been a lot. Oh, yeah. There's so much about this year on Easter to add fun to the whole quarantine situation. I fell down the stairs carrying the Easter baskets and broke my right shoulder. So I was... And a concussion. Oh, and got a gosh. concussion. Luckily, oh, from there then, my mother-in-law was a godsend. And my parents, then they started helping out with the kids because oh, they goodness. had been quarantining. And the kids, we had been cooped up for like a month and a half. So yes, while very painful, my friends were like, we just got to throw ourselves down the stairs, break some bones. Break some bones. And then, and then you get, get little, some help with the kids. I'm oh, like, that's gosh. it. That's the thing you got to do. Oh, yeah, gosh. I am still in physical therapy. I was in physical therapy today. It's been five months and the big milestone for me today was you can put your hand on your hip. That That's where I'm at. It's the little things. It's been rough, but I will say I have tried not to complain because it's just an arm. And in watching the news and seeing what these poor families were going through and not being able to say goodbye to their loved ones, you ain't going to hear me complain about this arm. And then in June, my dear cousin, Anna, same age as me, 35, Mm -hmm. suffered a ruptured brain aneurysm. And it was such a devastating situation for my family. I get choked up thinking about it. Um, So sorry. But it's been a long road for her. She survived. I talked to her two weeks ago just to hear her voice. We were so worried. Every day was a hurdle to have her wake up. Have her get the breathing tube out, let her speak, let her, Mm -hmm. you know, every day was a hurdle. So it just really put everything in perspective. Even me with my bum arm, it's like, I can remember on my birthday, she texted me for the first time to say happy birthday. And that was the first time I had heard from her since it happened. And so I'm just sobbing when I saw her name (laughs) pop up on my phone. And at that same time, my husband, I hear him cussing down in the basement. We have a finished basement and we moved an office down there for him to work during the whole quarantine situation. Here, both of our sump pumps had stopped. We're getting water in the basement oh, at geez. this time. Oh, what a raise the pores. So he comes up and he's all pissed off, rightfully so. But I'm in the mindset where I'm like, oh, Anna just texted me. Aww. It's just stuff. Mm-hmm. And I thanked her when I spoke to her for giving us that perspective that yes, water was coming <laughs> into the house and not the best scenario, but it made us be like, Eh, so we have to get new padding for the carpet. Yep. It's replaceable. That whole situation and everything going on with COVID has put everything in perspective for me. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for Anna's GoFundMe. We still have $10,000 left in our goal and I'm not going to stop till we get it this year. I know we can do it. Can so do it. If y'all can help me out, mom girls, I know we're going to reach our goal. And I think in 2020, honestly, laugh instead of cry. Because you have to try and find the good in all of this chaos. Yeah. And that story, thank you for sharing that. I know that was very difficult and extra prayers and thoughts for Anna and your family. I just appreciate you sharing that because that really does put things into perspective for all of us. And and I do love this mindset for this week. I'm going to go forward with that instead of crying every week. I'm going to try to laugh. Mom goes, you do it too. Laugh instead of cry, mom goes, say it and stick with it. We'll see you next week. All right, mom goals, that's all the time we have. Thank you for sharing your time with us. And like what you hear, share with your friends and subscribe now and turn your Mondays into mom days.